On today's episode, we are going to take a look at some of the top earnings that happened this past week. These companies include Coca-Cola, Netflix, Chipotle, Delta, and Snapchat. So let's get started. Before we begin, guys, on this episode, we're just going to take a look at their stock performance since earnings and some of the top news that came out during this earnings period. Like always, guys, don't forget to subscribe, hit the thumbs up and hit that bell. It helps the small channel out so much. And I appreciate the support that I'm getting from you guys. I, I truly appreciate it so much. All right. So first, we're going to take a look at Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola right now is sitting at forty five dollars and forty three cents. But at the beginning of the week, this company was up to close to $48. So compared to the all-time high of this week, this company is down about 5%. This company reported earnings on April 21st, and it actually didn't do too bad with results. What actually ended up hurting is the future guidance this company kind of gave. So for earnings result on quarter one, non-GAAP earnings per share was 51 cents, which actually beat by 7 cents. And gap earnings per share were 64 cents, which beat by two cents. Revenue was $8.68, which beat by 280 million. But unfortunately, that is down 1% compared to the same time last year. So you might go, Jose, how is that even possible? This company reported great earnings per share compared to what was expected and actually beat revenue. Why did this company go down? And to me, the closest answer is what this company is expecting for the follow for this year. And just to understand, two, the two major segments of revenue of Coca-Cola comes from two different types of sales. The first is organic sales, and the second is away from home sales. So organic sales is when you and I, we go to ShopRite, when we go to Pathmark or whatever store, and we buy, we just buy directly from Coca-Cola, like the can or the bottles. So that's that's organic sales. Away from home sales, that's when a restaurant buys tons and tons and tons of sodas from coca-cola in bulk and then we buy we buy it from that restaurant in some form of like cups right it's not actually coming from the bottle or the can so this is a huge portion of the company's revenue and obviously right now we have theme parks closed we have movie theaters closed we have any outdoor experience pretty much closed down right now and that's taking a big toll on future guidance for this company at the beginning of April, Coca-Cola said that they saw a 25% decline in volume from away from home sales. They believe the, the decline is going to continue to happen, but eventually once the market continue, um, opens back up, they do believe that the businesses are going to open back up and they're going to continue to buy, purchase from Coca-Cola. So it's pretty much just a short-term blip that they expect, but they are going they're expecting an improvement in the later half of 2020. And like I mentioned, the second type is organic sales and organic sales were pretty flat in quarter one here in North America. When the shutdown started to happen, organic sales actually increased. I guess a lot more people were buying bulks and bulks, a little Coca-Cola and cans um, opposed to there was an offset drop in, in the Asia Pacific region, which kind of made this flat. I guess people in, in Asia weren't too weren't trigger happy like we were here in North America to go and buy sodas. All right, so next, let's take a look at Netflix. Netflix actually reported some great subscriber growth. And let's take a look at the stock chart for the past five days. You can't really see when earnings happened. There wasn't a really big gap up or big gap down for the company. I remember when earnings happened, it actually, I think, opened up flat after after reported earnings. But during after hours, that company was up 8% and down like 5%. But it, like I mentioned, it opened up pretty flat. 
So this company on Monday was around $443 and compared to the price where it ended this week, this company is down about 4%. Pretty similar to Coca-Cola, so at the end of the day, this might also be some form of effect of the overall market. But now let's take a look at Netflix results. Netflix quarter one earnings per share were $1.57, which, which missed by $0.07, cents, so it missed by $0.07. Cents. Revenue was $5.77 billion, and this is up 27.7% compared to the same time last year. So that's a huge growing in revenue, and it beat by $20 million. At the end, um, for this quarter, Netflix ended up reporting a total membership of 182 members, which is 182 million members, which is up about 23% compared to the same time last year. So again, we continue to see the strong growth Netflix has. Looking, and this actually beat guidance by some ridiculous number. Um, Netflix was expected to get somewhere around 7 million new subscribers, and it ended up with about 15.7 million new subscribers. So there was a huge growth, but obviously a huge factor of this was the, the whole effect of coronavirus, people staying at home, and more people wanting to watch more TV. There were some news after, our, after the company reported earnings. This was on April 22nd. Netflix is actually looking to raise about $1 billion in, in debt, in debt offering. And this is this was kind of strange for, for many analysts that were looking at the company that were kind of dumbfounded because this company reported to have about $5.2 billion in the bank along with a $750 million in credit line that it hasn't been used. So this company did seem to be sitting in a lot of cash. So a lot of people are wondering why did they deserve to to raise that why did they decide not deserve why did they decide to raise that much cash about one billion dollars more and then here they they broke down where that one million dollars coming from and about 500 million dollars is going to be in united state in united currency and the other 500 million is in european so it's going to be 470 million euros which is close to about 500 million dollars and both these rates are actually pretty low they're expecting a 3.6 uh, 3.625% on the dollar, dollar denoted offerings and a 3% on the European denoted offerings on the euro. And this senior notes are not due till 2025. So even though, even though I'm, I'm not a huge fan of Netflix because they are constantly burning money. This is a company that's burning um, uh, cash and cash. I think at the moment it's okay to be burning that cash just because cash is pretty cheap right at 3.6 percent that is ridiculously low money and i think it's pretty smart just to have extra cash at hand especially since they are having a little effects due to the coronavirus so let's take a look at the next article and the next article pretty much talks about their earnings results but before before then let's just talk about the overall effect of the coronavirus for the most part, most of the new shows that were supposed to be released in quarter two are going to continue to be released this upcoming quarter because most of them were recorded long time ago. But Netflix has seen significant disruption when it comes to content production in future after quarter two because those were still recording. And now that there has been a shutdown, recording has stopped. So since recording has stopped, it's going to push some of these contents to later dates another thing as is pushing this content to later dates it has pushed cost the, the the bills for netflix at later dates 
So one thing I did see a lot of people talking how Netflix this quarter reported a positive net cash flow from operations, which is one of the first time this company has ever done this. But the only reason this company was able to do this is because some of the bills have been pushed off to later dates. If those bills were not pushed to later dates, this company will still have been burning cash from operation. And like I mentioned, right, revenue rose about 28% compared to the same time last year, and earnings per share grew to $1.57 compared to $0.76 cents a year ago. All right, next, we're going to take a look at Chipotle, and just looking at these freaking burritos are making me hungry. Oh my god, I'm starving right now. Well, after this video, I'm going to go get some food. So if we take a look at the chart, we can perfectly see when earnings happen. There were some great results for investors. And here, this company started close to $800 at the beginning of the week and ended up at $882. So this company is close to a 10% gap increase in just a matter of few days. So now let's take a look at Chipotle's results. Chipotle's quarter one non-gap earnings per share were $3.08, which beat by $0.42. Cents. Gap earnings per share were $2.70, which beat by $0.03. Cents. Revenue was $1.4 billion, which is up 7.6% year to year compared to the same time last year. And I think that part is pretty impressive for a restaurant business who have been affected by the coronavirus. But let's keep note that this is for closure in the United States only happened within the last two weeks of the timeline that this company was reporting these earnings. So it's not like the full full the full earning the full quarter was affected by the coronavirus it was only like the last two or three weeks but at the end of the day it's still impressive to see a 7.6 percent growth in revenue even with two weeks being pretty bad so one of the main reasons that helped out netflix and it's helping out netflix right um, not netflix chipotle that's helping chipotle out a lot is through digital sales so right now, yeah, most of the sales are happening through ordering delivery online. I'm not sure if Chipotle is doing curbside delivery. Uh, I'm pretty sure they might be. If, if drive-thrus are open, I, I wouldn't see why curbside delivery um, is not an option. But regardless of that, Chipotle did say that they, their margin levels, their gross margins did decrease a bit. Um, they dropped about 340 basis points. And this was pretty much driven by the following factors. First, wage inflations at the crew level. They're, so they're actually paying their their, their people more right now. There was an increase in marketing and promotional spend. Again, this makes sense right now with people staying home. The best way to make sure they, they buy from Chipotle is to let them know, hey, we're doing delivery business. Um, so they're spending more money on marketing and promotionals. Due to the coronavirus, there were some ingredients that were higher cost. Again, this makes sense. And because of delivery, that was a brand new expense that since right digital sales increased by a nice amount, that means delivery expense also happened. Um, so that expense added on to this. So that's the those are some of the main reasons they dropped in, in margin points, which I think all makes sense. Looking ahead, this company says that it expects to have enough cash at hand for the situation for the full year. And I think that's actually pretty impressive because this company is one of the few companies that has zero long-term debt. This company does not owe money to anybody. And that's one of my favorite things. Unfortunately, I'm not a big fan at this price point of Chipotle, but it's definitely a strong company with a great balance sheet. Next, let's take a look at Delta Airlines. Delta Airlines is one of the first few airlines to report. I'm a big fan of Delta Airlines because they are just like Southwest. They are some of the top airlines with the best balance sheets. And that's especially at a time like this, those are the ones that are definitely going to make it. 
So this company was opened up the market around $24 on Monday. And compared to now, this company is down about 5.8%. It's at a current price of $22.41. So if we take a look at the results, quarter one non-gap earnings per share were negative 51 cents, which actually beat by 31 cents. And gap earnings per cents were negative 84 cents, which missed by 16 cents. Revenue for this company was $8.6 billion, and this is down 18% compared to the same time last year, and it missed by $740 million. At first, I was impressed that this company's revenue was only down 18%, but then one thing I always forget is this company's these quarter earnings only have been affected by a few weeks, not, not months. None of these companies have been affected months by the coronavirus. All these have been a few weeks, three at most. So it's, it's still crazy to see that big of a revenue decrease um, just compared to a year ago. So one of the main things that these companies, these airlines are trying to do is slow down their burn rate of money, of cash. Right now, Delta is burning about $100 million a day on cash. That I mean, that is ridiculous. But they are expecting to bring it down to $50 million a day by the end of June. And at, in this article, they Delta reported a liquidity of about six billion dollars in cash and they're con continuing to build up more cash due to the care act um the care act that was passed delta is able to get some money fundings from there as well and just most recently after earnings this company actually even in disclosed a 1.5 billion senior note issued and is being floated in the private offering so this is uh this is more cash at hand which i think is pretty smart this company like i mentioned i am a huge fan of delta because they are one of the few airlines with such a great balance sheet and if i was to choose one i would pick delta or love or southwest compared to any other airlines because i think a balance sheet especially at this time makes such a huge difference Finally, we're going to take a look at Snapchat. And unfortunately, Snapchat is the only company I did not do a full video on. So if you guys want me to do a, a video on Snapchat, a full detail, make sure to post on the comments and let me know. Here we can easily see when Snapchat reported earnings. It started the week at somewhere around $13. And right now it's sitting at $16. That's close to a 25% gain for this company. That is pretty insane. So let's take a look at this company's results. Quarter one non-gap earnings per share were negative eight cents. So this company is still burning money, which but it was still in line with what analysts expected. Gap earnings per share were negative 21 cents, still burning money. But hey, it's in line with what analysts expected. Revenue for this company was $462 million, which is up 44% compared to the same time last year. And it actually beat analyst expectations by 42 million. So close to a 10% beat, which I think is pretty impressive. Again, I'm not happy this is a company that completely burns cash, but hey, some investors do like Snapchat. So just some top articles from here. Revenue for this company, like I mentioned, grew 44%, but total users also grew 20%. Daily active users hit 229 million users for quarter one. Snapchat also has shows inside this platform. To be honest, I'm not, I don't use Snapchat, so I don't know much about what they do inside the platform, but it does seem like they have shows within the platform and the view time and the amount of viewers and monthly audience has increased dramatically in right now. And obviously that makes sense. We're seeing it at Netflix, we're seeing it in Disney Plus. They, all these content, all these producers have, have shown a crazy amount of subscriber growth so there will be no difference here in snapchat one thing that i was actually pretty surprised is this company 
is doing a 850 million convertible senior notes offering. And this was up originally it was supposed to do 750 million, but now it's doing 850 million. So an increase of about 100 million. And this is at a 20.25% interest, not a 25% interest, a 0.25% interest. And these are not due until 2025. And I actually think that's pretty impressive that this company is able to take down an interest for that low. Imagine you being able to take up $850 million at a 0.25 interest rate. I would do that right now and just freaking advertise my channel and just use remaining money to pay off my monthly payments. So those were some of the top companies that happened this week. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Like I said, make sure to subscribe, guys. Hit that thumbs up and the bell. It helps out so much. And let me know what companies you actually want me to take a look at. Next week is another great week of earnings, and I'm excited at some big companies. In my next episode, I'm actually going to take a look at some of the earnings, some of the companies that are making earnings coming this week. So take care, guys. Have a good night, and see you next time.